Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies that we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis. This is episode nine of this awesome show, and I'm joined today by Katie and Emma. Hi. And we are reviewing Tucker and Dale versus Evil. This movie, uh, it came out in 2010. I have been told about this movie for a very long time, and I waited a very long time to watch it. I'm but- really mad that we waited this long because, honestly, if we had seen this in 2010, we would have been, like this would be a nonstop watch for us. Like we would be watching this every year. Yes, oh, uh, yeah. it's an amazing film. So, uh, for the uninitiated and no one that knows about this, so uh, Tyler Levine and Alan Tudyk, those names, if you don't know <laughs> them, you should. They are very hilarious people. Tyler Levine, he was in one of my favorite shows that only made it two seasons, Reaper. I talk about Reaper all so goddamn good. This it, dude it. learns that he is the son of the devil and he has to work for his dad because his adopted parents sold his soul because they're assholes. And so he is off trying to catch souls that got away. So it's like that game Cuphead, but you're human. And Tyler Levine is his friend. They call him Saki because his last name is Waisaki. And he gets into so much shit. He is boyfriend, he's girlfriend to a succubus. And every time they kiss, he loses like a year of his life. And then they do it. And she's like, you're probably going to die if we do it. He's like, I don't care because you're really hot. So he is just, just tempting fate and just almost dying every episode. He is amazing. And the show didn't make it. And I'm very sad. So, uh, And Alan Tudyk, he is the best voices ever in Disney movies and just everything. He is, he was Wash in in uh, firefly and yeah Serenity. I, it makes me sad to even talk about it. wash is one of the best characters ever and he was king candy in wreck it ralph <laughs> he was also the duke of weselton in frozen and he was um weasel town that's yes. he was k2so in star wars rogue yes. one he was Fuck yeah Oh, what the fuck is the guy's name? The rich, like Elon Musk type character from Big Hero Six. And oh, he was in a jousting movie, right? He was in a Knight's Tale. Uh, he was Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. You know, Steve, Steve Pirate. Steve, Steve the Pirate. I don't, I don't know if Steve Pirate. He's the pirate man. Come on, he's the, he's the only one dressed as a pirate. <laughs> uh, but Alan Tudyk is great absolutely amazing so they got together and they made a movie so they play two hillbillies that are actually really nice and so they're mistaken for crazy hillbilly killers by this group of college students and so uh it's one of my favorite situations in a comedy that if you play it right it's the best thing ever if you you kind of push too hard it's very annoying but the whole misunderstanding it's like one of my favorite jokes and it's like when people are like, oh, man, I thought you were an asshole. I'm like, I'm not an asshole. But every situation that they see them in, they look like an asshole. In this movie, Tucker and Dale are just well-meaning hillbillies. And every time that these kids see them, they're doing something and it looks horrifying to them. And it's actually a cut of this movie that shows Tucker and Dale as murderers. The music's different. And it's, it's like they recorded everything just so it looks like Tucker and Dale are actually crazy killers. And so... Uh, Tucker Dale is trying their best to survive because these kids are trying their best to kill them <laughs> and they murder themselves. It, it's hilarious. It's a very, very funny, funny movie. So it's 
absolutely amazing. It's one of those types of films, uh, just like we recorded uh, Bloodfest yesterday, and it's one of those weird genre bending films. Like this is making fun of like the Hills Have Eyes and all those hillbilly scary movies. But these guys are good. They're nice. They're good people. But it's just every time you see them, something went wrong. And this is like, you're terrifying. It's like, what are you talking about, man? It's like, I just want to play Scrabble with my friends. And it's it, it's absolutely amazing. So go out and watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Uh, what is it? Uh, we saw it on Netflix. It was on something. Prime. Yes. Uh, it's great. Please watch it. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about Tucker and Dale versus Evil? It was fantastic. It was the we saw the regular version, um, not the whatever scary scary cut where they're bad guys. But the regular cut is very much a Shaun of the Dead type movie. Oh yeah, best friends are in a shitty, weird horror situation, and they figure it out. Uh, This one was fucking great. I loved it. I mean, I love Alan Tudyk and clearly by all those like things I can name him from. I like, I like that guy a lot. So it was really good and you should definitely check it out. What about you, Emma? what do you think? I, <laughs> so I told Katie and Otis about this earlier. I texted them probably 15, 20 minutes into this movie. And I was like, this is fire. This is mm-hmm. so good. And then I texted them probably 20 minutes later because of the funniest shit. There is a moment in this movie that it's not a scary moment, but at the exact moment that that happened, a leaf blower went off down my street and I almost shat my pants because I could not contained myself i like screamed it was a whole thing it was it was so 4d for me i couldn't handle it yeah but i loved this movie and i will be purchasing this movie quickly (laughs) yeah it's it's damn good so uh like always we'll get through the story it's a pretty pretty really nice story like I said, it's full of misunderstandings, which makes it so much better. But uh, I'll go through all the names. It doesn't really matter because a lot of them die. But Allison, Chad, Chloe, Chuck, Jason, Naomi, Todd, Mitch, and Mike. <laughs> uh, they're friends. They are college kids and they're going camping in West Virginia. So at a gas station, they meet Tucker and Dale, uh, two hillbillies that, um, what was it? Uh, they purchase a vacation home, and so they're well, gonna. Tucker purchases. Yes, purchases a vacation home, and they're gonna fix it up and make it look really nice, and then they'll have a sweet ass <laughs> vacation area, and then they can uh, uh, fish and drink all the PBR that they can. Oh god, they like PBR. It's a mess. Uh, the first time they meet, Dale actually walks up to the girl because he sees one of the girls is beautiful, and he has this scythe in his hand. And he walks up and Tucker tells him like, hey, you know, laugh, you know, try to do something nice. Make it seem like you're very welcoming. And he's like, "Okay." And he walks up to him and he's just like, I I, I, I like your face. (laughs) And just like 
just sounds like a crazy person and the music gets scary when it happens and the girls are like oh my god and they get in the car real quick he's like okay bye okay bye see you and so it just starts from there just the misunderstandings and dale uh he has an inferiority complex he thinks he's an idiot but apparently he reads things and he catches on and he learns things instantly but he thinks he's a big old dummy because he didn't get past what the third grade he's kind of like a savant yeah yes and so he just thinks he's a big old dumb dumb. So uh, on the way to the cabin, they pulled over by a sheriff and he tells them that uh, watch out for the area because it's really scary. And, and they said, well, it's a lot of uh, uh, regret. Regret and pain is all that you're going to get when you go there. They're like, okay, crazy person. Well, we're still going to go. <laughs> uh, so they get to the cabin and they start fixing it up. And uh, unfortunately... The kids are not far away, and Chad tells them a story about Memorial Day Massacre, where these hillbillies attack um, attack these kids, and everybody gets murdered. And then what was it? Uh, well, later on we find more about the massacre. But he says like there was like one survivor, but these hillbillies yeah. went crazy and chopped everybody up, and and he hates hillbillies. Hillbillies yeah. is the worst thing ever. So. <laughs> the the kids they go skinny dipping and Tucker and Dale are fishing and when they say fishing they, they do have a reel and a rod in the water but they're just getting drunk which I think that is fishing yeah honestly to like uncles and stuff it's just you're just getting blasted um Tucker and Dale they see Allison and she is undressing on this rock and they make a sound because uh Dale's kind of upset that they're kind of watching her undress. They're like, this isn't right. Uh, they make a loud enough sound that Allison turns and scared because she sees them there. And she falls and hits her head on the rocks and goes underwater. Uh, Dale's like, she hasn't popped up yet. They actually hop in the water and save her. And as they're dragging her body into their boat, a couple of the kids see her, see her getting dragged into the boat. And Tucker and Dale say, we have your friend. And the way they say it, like I said, the music changes and from their point of view they just see two hillbillies grabbing their friend and saying we have your friend <laughs> and taking her away and so they're like oh my god those hillbillies kidnapped allison <laughs> so like i said big old misunderstandings um so the kids run back and chad comes up with a plan they're like we gotta fight these like psychotic hillbillies it's that's the only thing that's gonna work he's like we should call the cops or get help he's like no we can take care of this. And he has this like hatchet in his hand. He keeps throwing it to like, like mark his sentence, <laughs> like with exclamation point. So Tucker and Dale, uh, well, Tucker's still working on the, the cabin. He's cut, chopping up lumber and stuff like that. Dale actually makes breakfast for Allison. And she's got a sick head wound that goes away the second she takes the bandages off, but it's a sick head wound. And then they actually play board games. And so she starts to lighten up and realize that, they're not scary, evil hillbillies. They're like really nice people. Uh, so one of the kids runs away to get the police. And while they're inside the cabin, Tucker is chopping up the logs. And he actually cuts into a beehive, which actually is a hornet nest. But <laughs> we watch a lot of weird videos yeah. on YouTube. And so the bees just surround his ass and he gets stung and he's swinging the chainsaw trying to kill them. 
And so it looks a lot like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He comes around the corner and one of the guys comes up to the door to, to check the place out. And he comes around the corner full speed, swinging the chainsaw, screaming. So everyone <laughs> runs away. And this dude runs and gets impaled on some trees, like stabbed straight in the chest. And he dies. And so <laughs> it's a mess. So once again, one of the kids has died. And it, it looks like they murdered him. And so um, Chad and the group, they find Mitch's body later. And... And Chad tells him that this is, we're fighting for our lives out here, y'all. Like, look, look what they did to Mitch. Like, we, we got to kill him. And it's funny, later on, uh, Tuck and Dale come out there because they're looking for the friends. And so they tell Allison, hey, stay here. We'll talk to them and see if we can work it out. Uh, Tucker still has bee stings all on his face. So he can, his, his voice is very muffly. And so they get out there and He's like, hey, maybe we should call to the college kids. Instead of saying, like, hey, where are you guys? Tucker's like, college kids! <laughs> college kids! Just, college kids! Like, screaming. And so Dale's like, I got an idea. And he takes their axe, and he marks on a big log that says, we have your friend. And so once again, it looks like they're just antagonizing the kids. And so Chad uh, and them are ready to fight. So, um, the the kids they uh follow Tuck and Dale back to the cabin and they see Allison is working on an outhouse with them so she wants to help them out but it looks like that she's digging her own grave and they're watching her do it and so they're like these sick son of a bitch they're making her dig her own grave uh, um but Todd and Mike then the next two kids uh one of them dives at Tucker trying to attack him and he falls into a wood chipper and so when the rest of the kids come up, it looks like Tucker is pushing him into the wood chipper instead of trying to drag him out. Uh, and then another kid, uh, oh, how does the other one die? He oh. tried to spear him. He tried to spear Dale. Oh, he fell into the grave. Yeah, and he gets impaled on a, uh, what, a shovel? Something stabs him. No, in the- he, no had, he had a spear. He had a stick that was sharpened, and he was trying to stab Dale, but they, like, fell over into the hole that they were digging for the outhouse. Yeah. And the other guy with the spe- with the spear thing like landed like the spear fell first into the ground and then he landed on the spear kind of on top of Dale. So he was just yeah. like bleeding. Yeah. So at this point Tuck and Dale realize or they they suppose that these kids came to the woods part of a suicide pact. And he's like these kids are killing themselves in front of us. He's like we got to like do something about this. And oh, Allison hit her head again. So she's knocked out for like the third time at this point in the movie. So she never sees these misunderstandings. She just sees the good side. So the sheriff comes back and he has the kids in the back of the car. And Tucker and Dale talk about, talk to the sheriff and is like, hey, I think they're doing some like suicide pact or something. Uh, we have their friend in our uh, in our room. We knocked her out earlier, but she's fine now. And they're like, oh, you knocked somebody out. Uh, yeah yes no um but she's fine she's she's awake now he's like well i want to see her and so yeah, she's unconscious yeah. in my bedroom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the sheriff goes in and he's talking to him and he's like this is like murder like for real you guys are going away like easy and there's a beam inside the cabin that they've told people to not touch because that beam is really 
it'll fall away and the nails come down. So the sheriff touches it and the nails fly into his face. A board with nails in it hits him right in the face. He walks out of the cabin and the kids in the back of the police car just see the, the sheriff bleeding with nails in his head. And they're like, oh, my God, they they killed the sheriff. And he's ah, dying. And so it, it's an absolute mess. So uh, one of the kids grabs the sheriff's gun, Chuck, and he is going to shoot at the hillbillies. Uh, but the safety's on. And so he turns the gun <laughs> barrel first to see what's wrong with the gun and shoots himself in the face. And so Tucker Dale's like, God damn it. Like, why did he keep dying in front of us? Uh, Chad grabs the gun and actually starts shooting at him. And so they run inside and they actually grab, uh, what was it? They grabbed the dog first, right? Mm, yeah. Yes. So they grab uh, Dale's dog and they use him as a, uh, a bargaining chip to get Allison. But they're like, hey, bring Allison out or we'll kill this dog. So they build up this cool distraction where Dale's shooting off a nail gun, billions of bullets of nails. And Tucker uses this like fern to sneak up on him and he gets his dog. <laughs> but they oh my God, when he's running. With that shit in front of his face, all I could think of was White Christmas with the big blue feather fans. Yep. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, got his hand out all stupid. <laughs> so, Tucker saves the dog, but Tucker gets caught and they knock him out and take him away. And so uh, Dale goes to rescue Tucker and Chad and Naomi go to the cabin to save Allison. And so um Allison tells the group that she's fine and they're really nice and then they just they say that she has Stockholm syndrome and they're like we've seen this before like you know you've been here long enough you think they're the good people and they're like no what are you talking about uh so while Tucker was tied up upside down in the woods they actually tortured him and cut off his bowling fingers as he said. <laughs> and he's very sad he's not gonna be able to bowl anymore um they get back to the cabin and they're about to, it's about to go down. But then they actually sit down and they talk about their problems because uh, Allison wants to be a, what was it, a therapist? Yep. Yeah. So she wants to be a therapist. And so she talks to him and Chad explains that his mom was one of those victims at the Memorial Day mass massacre. And the hillbillies like murdered everybody and her mom got away barely, but she gets back and she is just clinically insane. So he hates hillbillies and hillbillies are crap <laughs> so um he's ready to fight and uh let me see yes so jason and chloe the other two kids because not all of them went into the cabin they break in ready to save everybody uh one of the kids like sets himself on fire or somebody else on fire and once again it's like um in the final girls when they have this plan, but then it all falls apart instantly and everyone else dies. And they're like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody's dead. Cabin's on fire. And <laughs> they all run off. And they hop into the car. And so Chad gets up. Half of his face is on fire at this point, And he's like growling and trying to fight. They hop in the car and they drive away. And Tucker is like, oh, Dale is like looking back. So I'm like, yeah, we got away from you, son of a bitch. And they crash like 10 seconds away from him. So Chad grabs Allison, 
beats up Tucker. And so Tucker's been through everything in this movie. I feel bad for Alan Tudyk. Uh, but he says that uh, he took Allison, but the dog can smell where they went. So take, take the dog. So they end up at an old sawmill and Chad ties up Allison to this log and he tries to be all sexy and kiss her and stuff. But he's like, half his face is burnt up. I don't, I wouldn't be in a kissing mood if I was burnt up like that. He but, fucking licked her. Yeah. Ew. Uh, <laughs> so Dale comes in uh, dressed as a super hillbilly with armor and a chainsaw and it actually scares Allison when she first sees him but she's like it's just me she's like oh okay uh but he actually gets her free from the log because it's gonna get sawed in half uh the two run off and they end up in this um office upstairs in the sawmill and they see more news clippings and they find out that Chad's father was one of the hillbilly killers and raped his mom to make him and so that means Chad is what one fourth hillbilly or half hillbilly? Half hillbilly, something like that. Yeah, and so uh, Chad freaks out because the thing he hates the most—that is what he is. And Dale, oh, earlier in the movie, we find out that chamomile tea. Uh, Chad is very allergic to it, and so at this point in the movie, Dale throws just a giant box of chamomile right in his face and gets it in his mouth, and Chad falls out the window and he falls to his death. <laughs> And so they're like, all right, they, we did it. Uh, unfortunately, at the beginning of the movie, we start the movie with a news report about all these murders, and we see a burnt crazy man attack the news lady. So obviously, he didn't die from his injuries. <laughs> and so the police get there, and everything seems to work out. And they say that all the deaths are part of a suicide pact and a crazy killer chad and so it's like hooray you know they're not blamed by all of this and so tucker is watching the news in the hospital he gets his fingers back and he gets a really nice finger that's got like nail polish on it so they actually gave him one of someone some dead body's finger <laughs> but he's like that, that's my finger right he's like yeah yeah no that's yours that's your finger it looks nice it looks nice <laughs> and dale actually is going on a date with Allison. So it's like, hooray. Like, it's going to work out. And they go bowling. And she's a really good bowler. And so Dale tells this other hillbilly friend that uh, they're on the same team. And because hillbilly wants to talk to some girls. And he's like, hey, just be yourself. It's the best thing I can tell you to do. And Dale and Allison kiss. And then we see that the hillbilly knocked out a girl in the background of the movie. And he's now dragging her body away. And then Dale's like, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> and they keep <laughs> kissing as he drags her lifeless body off screen. <laughs> and that's Tucker and Dale versus Evil. This movie, I'm not giving it any justice. Explain it. It's it, really it fucking is funny. Really good. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Tucker, Alan Tudyk. I love the guy. He was hilarious. Um, he opened up this movie or this quote-unquote scary part of this movie running around with a fucking chainsaw <laughs> like an idiot trying to fight bees and it was just perfect it was exactly what i needed alan tudyk to be doing it was just great uh emma i have tucker and dale i can't separate the two of them it was 
It was the funniest shit ever. Like, I I can't explain at all how they are so funny, but they are so ridiculous. And I love the way Amazon Prime described it. It was uh, Shaun of the Dead meets the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I was like, yeah, you're fucking right. It really was, though. Yeah. And I, I don't know. They were great. They were fucking phenomenal. Otis. I put down, I, I actually wrote Tucker and Dale, duh. It's when you have the right combination of funny. So Tucker is the, the physical comedy person in the group. He took all the punishment. Like he got fingers cut off, beat up, stabbed in the stomach, bees on him. He, he took all the physical stuff. And Dale was just the silly one in the group. And so you have the silly guy and straight man. It, it, it's comedy gold. And Tyler Bean, uh, anything I see him in, he is probably one of the like funniest pers- people in the that thing. So he is great. Uh, there was another show he's in, Deadbeat. And he is a medium. He can see ghosts. And so he's trying to help yeah. ghosts cross over. I want to say it's a Hulu original show. I think it's Hulu original, uh, but it's absolutely amazing. I've seen a couple of episodes. It's silly. He's silly. It, it's great. So I actually wrote both of them down. Alan Tudyk is absolutely hilarious. Uh, <laughs> his country accent it was great. And just his love of PBRs and fishing. And he actually got hurt because Dale said he didn't actually like fishing. He's like, what? <laughs> my heart. He's like, you hurt my feelings. Uh, it, it's great. They were amazing together. So it was really good stuff. Katie, who was your least favorite character? Everybody's least favorite character in this movie was Chad. Yep. Emma, tell us why. I literally wrote next to him, no, always, truly, absolutely, and unquestionably fucking means no. Yep. That's why. He's a bro. He's stupid about it. He thinks he's better than everybody else, and he thinks because she is better than everyone else that he deserves her for all the reasons and he goes down acting a fucking fool because of it mm-hmm. so yeah he's a piece of work yeah uh i wrote hillbilly chad uh he was an absolute mess and just like emma said he was like oh well we're better than them I'm like yeah you're better than me we deserve to be together and all this stuff and like i said he became the thing he hated the most so, yeah, Chad deserves everything he gets. So, uh, minority kill count. So I'll bring up the number to you, ladies. But I only saw two minorities die. The cop and one of the friends. He was the black guy. Two girls. Or one one of the girls was black and uh, the guy and then the cop. Okay, I got three. That's it. Three? So the new number is 154 and a Tito Turtle. <laughs> Every time I write the number, I put a little T on the side. So I never forget. So let's do heavy, heavy seven word synopsis. Where the fuck? Oh, because my seven word heads were heavy. <laughs> uh, heavy seven word synopsis. Now. My first one is he's pretty heavy for half a guy. <laughs> <laughs> They dragged him out of the wood chipper. I thought that was a really funny line. He's like, he's really heavy. Um, the hillbilly hater is actually a hillbilly. Mm-mm-mm. Shame. 
Sounds like all those fucking KKK folks who don't want to take an ancestry test and learn out they're from Africa. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then my last Gotta one. Whisper it. All right. Africa. Uh, <laughs> my last one is Tucker and Dale need another horror film. Yep. Yeah, so sure. actually there was plans for a second one. Uh, the director wanted them to go to uh, to college and just something happens there. And then Alan Tudyk actually wanted to make a sequel and the same uh, skin, the same movements as From Dust Till Dawn. He wanted them to go uh, somewhere and then just be full of vampires. And then Tucker and Dale have to deal with vampires. I would absolutely <laughs> watch a vampire movie with Tucker and Dale in it. Uh, I think they should just deal with every type of horror things. It needs to be like Abbott and Costello meet yeah. all the horror people except Tucker and Dale meet them. Yeah, absolutely. I would love, absolutely love a vampire movie with them in it. It'd be really, really good. Have Tucker get bit and he's turning and so they're trying to save the day before he turns to a full vampire and it, it'd be really, really good. I would love that. So, Katie. Chad is the definition of toxic masculinity. <laughs> yep. The man just couldn't handle it. Anyone. He just went from like zero to psychotic in five seconds. It was insane. In the car on the way yeah. there. Yeah. And then my last one, everyone deserves BFFs like Tucker and Dale. Fucking right. They were grown men, hillbillies, who other media would suggest, you know, are just dumb and like the manliest of men, you know. But these guys were super chill, super down to earth, and they were very forward with each other about their own feelings towards each other. Yeah. They were very, it was very apparent and evident how much love they had for each other as friends um and it was just like a very strong male friendship shown in a way that we don't usually get to see not just in horror films but in any film yeah um you know these guys there was a point where they kind of have this beautiful moment where alan tudyk has to reassure dale tucker has to reassure dale that he is worth you know he doesn't give himself enough credit he is smart he is a catch he is all these things he does deserve love and it's just really awesome and really cool to see that in film emma okay we've had a doozy of a day (laughs) (laughs) And then most hilarious misunderstanding feeds local murder legend. Nice. (laughs) And then a hole, shithole, crap hole, uh, outhouse hole. (laughs) Because that whole situation was great. And then my alliterative college kids camping capers create killer comedy. Yeah. Nice. So. This film came out January 22nd, 2010, to limited release in the U.S., but it came out at the Sundance Film Festival and South by Southwest. Hey, look at that. South by Southwest again. 
So, uh, what do you guys think the budget for Tucker and Dale versus Evil was, Katie? Two million. Emma. Ten million. Katie is the winner because the budget was five million dollars. Nice. Macaroni and cheese. Uh, what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Mm. Fuck. Fifteen million. Emma. Mm. I'm gonna write out those ten dollar dues. Ten dollar dues, uh, not a bad plan, Emma. Because the box office was five point seven dollar dues. Damn it! All right. So it and honestly, if you think about it, because this was a film festival kind of movie, indie, but it had a limited release in the U.S. And so this is the DVD sales, online, Blu-ray, and that, and they made their money off of that. Yeah, so, they did. They should be proud. Like, this movie's great. Uh, like I said, there are ideas in the works. You know, time goes by. You know, ideas kind of go away. But like I said, they want to do a vampire movie. They want to do something where they go to school and maybe a murder happens and then they're misunderstood. There are ideas. And Alan Tudyk's like, I'm down. This is fun stuff. And Tyler Bean is a cool guy. So he'll, he'll do it too. So uh, they just got to get the idea going. You know, and it takes money, unfortunately. So some of the best ideas, you know, take absolute decades to get going. Hey, like the Squid Game. You guys seen that show? Apparently the guy said it took him 11 years to get that idea past the first, like, wall of yeah, people. Yeah, for anyone to... Because yep. people, people didn't really want to look at the idea he had. And then finally, someone gave it a shot. Look at that. It's the biggest fucking thing happening. Netflix is literally saying that that is going to be in their top five successful endeavors and it will be here for a while yeah it, it's mind-blowing that there's so many great ideas out there it just takes someone's just saying yeah we'll give you a shot that's, that's all we got to do so right um, i would love i would love absolutely love another story in this world because it's it's really good uh it's just misunderstandings like i said if you do a misunderstanding right it's the funniest thing in the world so, like I said, I would love if they dealt with some monster and no one believed them because they're just dumb hillbillies and they have to deal with the monster. I think it'd be absolutely great. Instead of people thinking they're the bad guy, have them deal with the bad guy and no one believes them. I think it would be really good. Another type of misunderstanding. So um, we'll see. We'll see what comes of Tucker and Dale. If not, at least we got one good movie out of them. So, yeah, we'll see. But I'd love to see more. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Fucking watch it. Yeah. Spend money on it. Give them money. Let them make more things. Yeah, please. It's really, really good. Okay. But if you have any other cool fun facts, like why does Otis keep talking about Reaper? You can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. Wait, I have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. Hey, check out the Facebook. We're getting a lot of views and stuff from there. Please just, just actually listen anywhere. If you can find it, listen. Um, so Studio Feed to us. Thank you for the artwork and thank you for all the pictures and stuff. I I just say thank you every episode, honestly, because our Spooky Movie Squad picture, the Halloween Screamathon one, uh, they're absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for that. Um, but no, this is fun and we're, we're moving. Like I said, I honest, like hand to God, I really think this set list, this third annual Halloween Screamathon, probably has the best set list 
the most solid set list out there. There's some really, really, really good ones that we've watched. And I'm glad I could show my friends some of these movies that I've been wanting to watch or I've watched, you know, in my life. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow (laughs) uh, with another horror film. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Toots. It's turbo-tastic.